Pilots, the podcast where we talk about shit. My name is Aaron. With me, as always, is my Christmas catch, Cameron. How are you doing today, honey? Wow, you are not having any of it today, are you? None of it. What did you call me? My Christmas catch. Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think I called you? I don't know. I No, no, no. I was hoping like you would say something, and then I would be like, have a good joke to go after that. Okay. okay. Didn't happen, though. Rudolph. Just like always. <laughs> But yes, oh my gosh, no, how are you doing? I, you know, I'm, I'm tired and apparently sick now too. Yay. Yay, awesome. Yay. So get ready for sniffles and some coughing during this episode. Oh, that'll be fun to edit out. Excellent. <laughs> how am I doing? Yeah. Thank you for asking. Mm. Hey, honey, how you doing? I'm a little hoarse. <laughs> you can be my pony. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little hoarse from the amount of times I had to yell at the movie we watched today. Oh, that movie was bad. But we have seen a lot of Christmas movies this y- week. Yeah, this is going to be like a potpourri of probably yeah. Christmas Yeah, I think stuff. so. Yeah. Because uh, cause we did watch Happiest Season. Yeah, which was actually, I thought was really good. Which was really good. We yeah. watched A California Christmas. California Christmas. <laughs> and what we officially did was A Christmas Catch. But I think it's going to be... It's going to be all of them. A little bit of everything. Because yeah. actually, they all sort of tie into one another. <laughs> sure. And... Same universe. Sure. Same universe. And a couple little updates. Uh-huh. Some of the shows we've covered on this uh, this podcast. Yeah. Hellstrom has been canceled. Oh, excellent. <laughs> so. Now, did we watch that? <laughs> yes, we 100%. Oh, so we weren't going to watch it? We've already seen we've it? We've already watched it. Uh, I don't. What it, was it about? <laughs> it was the Marvel show <laughs> on Hulu about the devils and the demons and stuff. Yeah, I don't uh, that, remember that's, this. That's, wait, I don't it, remember this. This was during uh, Halloween, so it's like every show we did during that time. With the kids. Wait, we've fi- only seen it two months ago? Yes. Wow, oh, I maybe don't... like five episodes ago. Wow, I don't remember this at all. <laughs> it may have been one of the last ones we did before we went into Wait, Christmas. did it have that woman with the short hair, short yes, black hair? Yes, yes, yes Okay, yes, yes, yes. okay. You got okay. it. That's how you remembered it? Yeah. Not the devils. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's probably why it's getting canceled. Okay. So, I, I think we, we split the difference on that. You said you were not going to watch it again. Right. I said that I might keep watching oh, it. Oh, okay. But, okay. So, you were right. Yeah. <laughs> and then I also want to officially hmm. do the Dash and Lily Award. Oh, my gosh. So, we actually watched the whole thing to Dash that's and the, Lily. That's the first time. We've yeah. been doing this for, what, like a year and a half yeah. or something yeah, like that? Yeah, something like that. We is the first time we actually finished uh-huh. a show that we started. That's now, right. granted, there's only like about ten episodes. Yeah, and they're only twenty minutes long. So I think that maybe anytime we actually do that, yeah. they should like earn the Dash and Lily Award. Okay, yeah, okay. Well, the Dash and Lily Award this year goes to Dash, Dash and, and Lily. Lily. <laughs> and we liked it when we covered it. Yeah. And it continued to be very cute. And yeah, very, it did. Was it good? We benched it in like a yeah. an afternoon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, I, I recommend it. Yeah. It's probably the good. best is 
the best thing we watched. <laughs> the only thing that has come close at this point was Deep Space Nine. Right, well, but we, we haven't finished watching that. Bailed, I gave up we, on it. We bailed about season five, I think. Uh, I don't even know. It just got so tedious. It just became the same thing over yeah. and over again. There's really, yeah. It was fine. It just, it just. And no offense to Worf, but actually, lots of offense to Worf. He ruined it. <laughs> actually, you know what? We were, yeah, that's exact. So you can pinpoint it. whenever he is yeah. introduced to the show. It's when we lost interest in the show. Yeah. yeah. So there you but go. then again, I'm Klingon racist. Yeah, so. that's well established. It's well established. So I have a hard time getting through Discovery season one because of all the Klingons. <laughs> Man, we've been trying to watch uh, Discovery season three, and we are just not getting through that either. Yeah, no, we're not. That, like, that's a that's a hard one to get through this year. I don't know what has changed for me on that mm-hmm. show. I think um, some of the the plot points of season two has kind of ruined season three yeah. for me, if that makes sense. Like, Yeah, season two was pretty epic. Yeah, I really yeah. liked season two. Yeah, season three is just not not, yeah. not feeling it this time. I'm not one. either. But anyway, so what we did do, and I think this is our last Christmas mm. a thing for this year anyway. You know, good. Thank God. I am so over these horrid rom-coms. You know, like we were saying, the, uh, the last episode that we did this, these used to be fun, dumb ones. Right. Now they're just garbage. Yeah. Yeah, they just churn them out. It's quantity, yeah. not quality at all. Yeah, so. it, they're just garbage now. And sometimes, and like technically, I've seen another one that you did. No, oh, no, no. You watched a nutty, a nutty Christmas with me. Well, I was working through it, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we watched. That Literally, one too. I was working while it was on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So watching it, not really. No. no I picked no. up bits and pieces here and there. Like, wait, he's a nutcracker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think they've gone down and. As much quality as you seem to think they did. I think they really I, I have. Think, I think they've always been garbage. Well, yes, they have, but they were always unique garbage. I Well, that's true. There's, it's all kind of regurgitating the same yeah. themes. Yeah. Me, so, But anyway, we watched this week a Christmas catch. Yeah. Want to give me a little movie synopsis on that one? No. Okay. I mean, it's just blah, blah. They get together in the end. Durr. <laughs> well, of course they are. <laughs> All right. is it, was that something you... Is that why you like these? You're not sure they're going to get together in the end? I kind of hope they don't. <laughs> <laughs> like, I really thought that was coming with the happiest season. I knew it was an ATA, but I didn't know how they were going to get there. Yeah, we're going to get into okay. happy. We're going to okay. talk about happy... Like, really, we're talking today about, like I said, we're talking about the Christmas cast. Yeah. Happiest season mm-hmm. and a, a California Christmas. Yeah. And I do have an overall point I would like to make about them. So. All right. The movie synopsis. A cop working undercover. She is the worst undercover, undercover cop, cop ever. Sin, you know, she's Sydney worse Bristow. than. I was thinking alias. <laughs> oh my God. We were thinking it the same thing. That's hilarious. Because I was like, oh, this is like alias Sydney Bristow. Worst spy ever. <laughs> oh, no. I still know her name because of how terrible of a spy. Have you Have you guys seen alias? She's a terrible spy. She's the worst. She cries spy. all the time. Like in front of bad guys. <laughs> Like, when like, she's supposed like, to be, like, killing somebody, she's like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Like, full-on ugly tears coming down. And she's supposed to be, like, a terrorist. And they're always like, she's the best spy She's the best ever. ever. Best ever. <laughs> she's the worst. 
<laughs> God, we loved watching that just oh. for how bad she was at her job. I do recommend watching Alias. Oh, man. Oh, if God. that show doesn't make you laugh, I don't know what you will. You are dead inside. You are dead inside. <laughs> that show doesn't make you laugh. Okay, anyway. Ah, oh, excellent. Whew. And then Woo! Bradley Cooper was from there. Yeah, Bradley oh, Cooper. Oh, man. And he there. was like the garbage friend trash heap. Well, like, yeah. That she tried dating for like two episodes Did and the she? fans were pissed. Uh, and so they killed him or something. Yeah, no, I think I think Bradley Cooper was on to bigger and better things at that point. Yeah. I think he was like. No, I don't think so. Well, it was like probably a couple years after that he left that show. Yeah. Uh, but I think he, the actor, requested to leave the show. I you think, think? I don't think he. No, I think the fans were pissed that she wasn't with the uh, Crooked Face. Oh, Varton? Yeah. Michael Varton. <laughs> <Michael> <laughs> In case you're wondering who Crooked Face is, <laughs> it's the actor Michael Varton. He has a crooked face. He does. His smile. That doesn't make him any less attractive. He just has a crooked face. It makes him unique. That's right. Like the gentleman in this movie that you're going to get through the I synopsis. Love, I love the fact that he was different looking. It made him very attractive. Yes. yes. I thought anyway. Are you talking about Crooked Face? Are you talking? <laughs> oh, I was talking about the guy from Christmas Catch. If you if, okay, if you're having trouble <laughs> placing Michael Varton, he was the teacher who seduced his teenage student <laughs> and never, never been, been kissed. kissed. And he has a crooked face. And he has a crooked face. It's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. I'm just saying he has a crooked face. I'm not making fun of this guy's looks. You're kind. I just know of his crooked face. You are laughing about his <laughs> because look. you're making fun of me, and I think that's hilarious. <laughs> I'm just attracted to Picassos. What? <laughs> I do like the interesting looking guys. He's That's a cubist masterpiece. What is that supposed to mean? <laughs> what do you think you are? I am a Ken doll. God, no, you're not. Thank God you're not. Ken dolls are Ugmos. And have no penises. And have no penises. So I win. <laughs> anyway. Please get through this one line show synopsis. I hated this movie. Okay. A cop working undercover to trail a possible diamond thief. Not even possible. I don't even know where they get this from. I don't know why. Well, I guess I do know because of the twist at the end. What's a twist? Well, we can't get into the twist. Don't blow the twist. <laughs> I'm not going to blow the twist. Actually, I might just so people don't have to watch this movie. Oh, oh no, no, no. We're going to blow the twist. Oh, excellent, excellent. Hey, spoiler, spoiler alert. Spoiler, we're, we're blowing the twist. We're blowing the twist. <laughs> but just don't blow it before we get to it. Exactly. All right. So it's a possible diamond thief gets caught in a tricky spot when she finds new clues. Her sticky wicket. Sticky wicket. And new feelings for, for the, the suspect. suspect. Whew. Okay. Well, we that are, was difficult to get through. We are 10 minutes into this podcast. <laughs> We're not going to get through this. We have so much. I have like two pages of notes. We're not getting through and this. I do just, want... We're just not going to get through okay, this. Get used to it, guys. Yeah. Get used to it. It's not happening. It's not happening today. <laughs> This is just a garbage one. <laughs> this is a garbage one. It was start. <laughs> Let me tell you what refuse made up that garbage. You know what? Maybe... I shouldn't refer to actors as refuse, should I? <laughs> no, you should not. But what we should say is this put us in a good mood. I'm in a good mood. Yeah. Yeah. Because last night after watching The Happiest Season, oh, I was angry. That was such a bummer. I was angry. And that, that's a lot of the reason why we didn't. Really, we're not. We're gonna talk about it, but right. we're not gonna get into Happiest Season because it, it a is a bummer. Yeah, it's a bummer. I mean, it's, it's a really good movie. Don't get me wrong; and, and it's that's a really part good of the movie. Problem too, is it, yeah. it's, 
like representation is so important. Yeah. And what I was hoping for was a a dumb mm-hmm. Christmas rom com like a Christmas catch. Right. Just featuring lesbian lesbian characters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This movie was actually a good movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was actually. A good I mean, movie. It, tonally, it was a little wonky because sometimes they did throw in like weird, yeah, dumb rom com jokes, skits, and, skits, bits, yeah, like um, that weren't necessarily. They didn't work necessarily with yeah, the whole. Yeah, it was weird. But it was just like, yo, they had Case Stew in a corner for like. I was so angry that so how they much, treated her. So much of that movie. So angry. I was so angry. I just yes. seething. Yeah. And then Dan Levy gave a little speech at the end that nearly yeah. had me in tears. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> freaking. Aubrey Plaza was radiant in the whole freaking movie. Yes, my God. The actors in this were phenomenal. You got got God spells Victor Garber. From Alias. Yes. That must be why we were thinking. That's uh, why we were thinking Alias. Alias because of Victor Garber. Victor Garber. And the fact that she's a crappy cop. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, Mary Steenburgen. It's such a good movie. Go see it. Just just see it. Just watch it. It's a good movie. It's excellent. But yeah, so so, what was I saying? (laughs) Um, what were we talking about? I don't even remember. Actors in the movie? Oh, yes. Yeah. Here are the actors in this movie. <laughs> I guess. I guess that's what we were talking about. Um, we have Emily Lotolo. She plays Mac. Mm-hmm. She was in The Detail and The Scare House. Probably as Girl in Bikini number three. <laughs> I don't know. We have Yannick Truesdale as Ken, who was in Gilmore Girls. He was their friend in Gilmore Girls. He had an accent. He worked at her B&B or whatever the crap she worked at. Nope, don't remember it. You don't remember him? Nope. He was a big deal. He was, like, snotty all the time. And he was always dressed to the nines and very... Nope. No? <laughs> Rings nope. no bells. not ringing a bell. He's, he's nope. also in The Fixer. We have Lauren Holly as Captain Bennett from Dumb and Dumber and Picket Fences. She's the love interest in Dumb and Dumber. No. Yes. It's good to see her working again. Good to see her getting them Canadian jobs. <laughs> What's that booty? <laughs> I, I I'm it. really sorry. sorry. I'm really sorry. I'm really sorry. <laughs> I know we shouldn't be making fun of accents, but that cracked me up. I'm really I'm Cana- sorry. I, I'm Canadian. I can do whatever I want. <laughs> whatever. I can do when what it, I want. When it comes to Canadian stuff, I can make fun of them. <laughs> <laughs> and that means I can't do it because I'm married to you, right? Yes. Yes. Sweet. Yes, that's how it works. That's how it works. Sweet, sweet. Uh, we had Franco Lapresti as Carson. He was in Jupiter. Oh, he's going to be in Jupiter's Legacy, an upcoming TV Is show. that like um, Jupiter Ascending? No, 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 no. This is a like a comic book. It's based on a comic book series, I believe. Wasn't Jupiter Ascending? No, that was based on the Wachowskis. <laughs> Their life story? <laughs> Their life story. Gotcha. Okay. Um, and Bad Blood. Uh-huh. We have Andrew Bouchel as Reed. He was a designated survivor and Heart of the Holidays. Interesting. Now, who was the dude with the black hair that I thought was good looking? Franco Lapresti as Franco Carson. Franco Lapresti. Little trivia on Franco Lapresti. You mentioned at one time that all his, uh, the, the police shots of him yeah. look like headshots. Yeah. These were, in fact, Franco Lapresti's headshots. Yes. Okay. Gotcha. Because I was like, wow, they got a really good pose for that one. <laughs> <laughs> it's supposed to be like him in a car and he's yeah, like, they're, got a they're hand like in sting operations. And I'm like, that's a good pose. <laughs> he is looking fabulous. 
That's a great look. It looks like a perfume ad. <laughs> and um, other little bit of trivia I found from IMDb regarding this movie. $200,000 of its budget mm-hmm. was spent on Christmas decorations. No, there wasn't that many. No. No, no I could have done that. For half that, actually, way less than half that. For like a hundred dollars, I could have done all this decoration. You go to at home. <laughs> go to at home after Christmas. Yeah, and you pick up all your ornaments for like fifty cents a piece. Yes. Why isn't Hollywood mm-hmm. hiring us? I I don't know because we've got a huge ten footer Christmas tree that we got for a hundred bucks. Well, and here's how this is even more ridiculous. A, all the Christmas trees were dead. Dead. <laughs> like They were dead. And the decorations were garbage. Deader than Charlie Brown's Christmas tree. I would have said get Mr. Christmas to decorate because at least he's gluing peppermint canes together. Yeah, and pine cones. And pine cones. And also there was only four sets in the entire. Yeah. Like, $200,000? Seriously? Did that just blow your mind? That just blew my mind because there are only like five Christmas trees in the entire thing. I think this may have been a money laundering. This is a money laundering movie <laughs> for sure. Because all of that decoration, maybe, maybe at most, if you're going to a really expensive store, yeah. $5,000. Well, and like you pointed out at one point, their, their little their stakeout house. What do you call those? Where they're squatting. (laughs) It was the same house that the perp was actually living in, by the way. And her apartment. And her apartment, by the way. They just, like, re-carpeted it. Yeah, I know. It was just, okay, swap out the ugly white trees and bring in the dead green ones. Yeah, but I don't even know, because one of the things I noticed about this movie is everything's done in one shot. Yes. So, which is hilarious from a movie standpoint, because it's very birdemic. Yeah. In the the pauses, it takes people to, like, say their lines. Yeah. It's like, yes, I am having a Merry Christmas. (laughs) Good for you. Like, but, like, because there was only one shot on them, I wonder if that, there's only one white tree in that room. (gasps) Maybe there is. Well, then the two hundred grand on these Christmas decorations make no sense to me. Like maybe they just kept shooting because it was the same ornaments too. Yeah, it was, it was exactly, the same ornaments. Because at one point you're like, that Christmas tree's moved. And I'm like, and we're like, no, there's one by the window, and then there's yeah. one by the bookcase. But it was but the same I tree. I swear. I cannot say for a fact. <laughs> That there's ever a, an establishing shot of the room that yeah. shows both Christmas trees there's at the not, same time. There's not. <laughs> we it's got a real Patty Duke situation <laughs> going on here. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, anyway. that's mind blowing. Two hundred thousand dollars on those hideous decorations. <laughs> we are... You guys got ripped off. <laughs> yeah, someone's ripping you yeah. off. Yeah. This was released December second, two thousand eighteen. The number one song in America was Thank You Next by Ariana Grande, which sucks that I actually know what that song is about. I, I don't even know that song, but I know what it's about. It's about Pete Davidson from Oh, I SNL. like Pete Davidson. Yeah, when she broke up with him, she she wrote this song, Thank You really? Next. You, you are so pop culture illiterate. <laughs> I don't know the song, but I do think it's I think it's hilarious that I don't know the song. Like I think I've heard it a uh-huh. couple times or something. But like I think it's funny that I know what that song is about because that was the news like when it was oh, released. Wow. She's like it was like a week after they broke up too. So she had been recording it for a while. Oh wow! <laughs> and the number one movie was Ralph Breaks the Internet. Hey, let's talk about our predictions for a Christmas catch. Okay, yet another garbage holiday rom com with dumb conflicts and dumber jokes. Jokes. In quotes. Wow, that's that's. <laughs> I am over this. <laughs> established. My predictions. I like the premise here. Okay. I don't know why I think that. <laughs> <laughs> we like our bad boys. 
But we don't want our bad boys to be too bad. (laughs) We don't want them to be actual criminals. So, I (laughs) think that he is a diamond thief, but I think he's in it for the right reasons. What, he gives diamonds to orphans? (laughs) Maybe. You don't know. Most likely... He go, orphans, find a fence for this. (laughs) Thank you, sir. (laughs) Can we have some more gruel? (laughs) I'd watch the hell out of that. (laughs) The Christmas... Wait, the Christmas... The Christmas heist. The, the, the diamond... No, it's got to have orphan in the title. Okay, okay. The orphan diamond... Th- no, it's not catchy enough. We'll, we'll figure it. We're going to workshop this. <laughs> Most likely, he's trying... See, that's what this movie was missing. Orphans. Orphans. Every Christmas rom-com has orphans. If, but they never, like, adopt them. No, no. They never do anything great for <laughs> the orphans. They give them, like, a fruit They're just like, the thanks for standing there and <laughs> oogling us in our beautifulness. <laughs> and they're always, like, dressed like... Dickensian characters, <laughs> even though it's like 2018. I know, I know. Anyway, most likely he's trying to help a family member out of a jam, probably a health scare. In, <laughs> in the end, they will catch the real bad guy mm. and each other in a sweet embrace. <laughs> you weren't wrong. <laughs> well, I wasn't right about the health scare. No. I wasn't right. Apparently, he, he was such a dope that his wife was calling all these heist shots, and he's like, <laughs> And then I was like, well, I'm calling the cops on you, I guess. (laughs) He was, like, so enamored with Christmas. Like, she knew this was the time to make her mark because she's like, he's so focused on Christmas that I can do anything. I can do anything. (laughs) This Nick Kroll-looking motherfucker, I can do him. I can do whatever I want. Because he's just so obsessed with Christmas. So is our main character, by the way. Yes. And... Lauren Hawley, the captain of the precinct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it is crazy Yeah. how obsessed they are. Yeah. Do you know who else was obsessed? Hmm. People who like Christmas facts. You want some Christmas facts? <laughs> do we even have time for Christmas facts? I don't think we do. How, what are we at right now in our uh, timeage? Over 20 minutes. Jesus. Okay, let's make them fast. Okay. We're going to whip through these Christmas facts. Do it. Here's a story. Here's a story. <laughs> And then a lady. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then if we were on a date, I'd be like, you know the Brady Bunch? <laughs> wow. Serendipitous, Ser- baby. Serendipi- <laughs> serendipity means a lucky coincidence. No, a lucky, happy a, a, coincidence. A happy accident. Whatever. <laughs> I was going to make fun of that. And then we, neither of us got the <laughs> You guys got it right. <laughs> we're like, they're using that word like no one knows what it means. And then we both got the definition right. <laughs> I love you so much. My heart explodes. Uh, for me? <laughs> that sounds like a real problem. It is. This is why I'm constantly ill. My heart doesn't work right. All right. I got a good story for you. Sure, go for it. Once upon a time, a long time ago, in Greece, there was a pious man with three beautiful daughters. As they are. This man, who is renowned for the goodness of his heart, how's your heart doing? It's exploding. Okay, good. Had once been wealthy, but through a series of misfortunes, had lost most of his wealth. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, it does. Now, in those days, this would have been during the height of the Roman Empire. Sweet. So, having daughters without a dowry was a pretty, like, dire circumstance. Yep, yep, yep. Because no matter how smart or beautiful, no, no I'm I'm describing them like I'm writing a rom rom com. She's you, so you smart, put smart first. You put if you smart put first. smart first, you're not sexist, apparently. Even if she's dumb as Even a bag if she's of rocks, dumb as bricks. <laughs> so I was like, what makes her smart? Where Nothing. have you ever seen her smart? She has not done one smart thing. Not at all. 
she defined an eighth grade vocabulary word. That's it. So smart. <laughs> smart and beautiful and talented they were. Their chances of marriage were pretty much nil. Like, they weren't getting married no matter what. Even though they're pretty. And smart. <laughs> and smart. And if they couldn't get married in those days, really the only vocation that was going to be so available So really you were only marrying people for their money? Yeah. Well, if you had daughters, for sure. Like, yeah. <laughs> That's it. It was, <laughs> and it really was like it was like a it was, it was capitalism at its best, baby. Jesus. We're just literally selling people to other people. Excellent. So, if they couldn't marry, basically the only option available to them was prostitution. In comes this man, a priest. Yeah. It, a priest. A priest. And he had heard about this family's plight, and he wanted to help them out. Oh yeah, I and bet. The, the priest was a modest man, uh -huh. and he didn't really want a lot of attention. He just wanted three wives. What's wrong with that? Sister wives, literally. So what he, <laughs> so he, what he didn't want to do, he wanted to, he wanted to help them. Okay. But he did not want to openly help them. Why? Because he didn't want the attention on himself. Okay. He just wanted to help them. Sure. So and he was afraid that if he openly offered this man money, mm -hmm. the guy was going to be like, no, I can't take your charity. Like he would be a proud, too proud to take the money. Okay. One night, under the cover of darkness. <laughs> As priests do. The priests slunk over the rooftops. <laughs> As they do. Filled a sock full of gold coins mm -hmm. and dropped it down the chimney. Ah, St. Nick, eh? The next morning, the father <laughs> was ecstatic. I'm not going to answer that until I get to the point. Because I've already ca called it, right? You're just so smart. I'm so smart. I'm just so smart. The father was so ecstatic and was able to use that money to arrange the marriage of his eldest daughter. Mm -hmm. The night of that daughter's marriage party, a second sock full of coins was dropped. I bet chimney. she was thrilled to be married off to some Guy dumb who only cared shit about from money. nowhere. Yeah, just because she had some money. And likewise, the father was able to secure a good marriage for his middlest daughter. Mm -hmm. She was married, and on the night of her marriage party, the father waited up, expecting because he was like, "Oh, because he's like, where's my money down my <laughs> chimney, bitch? Where's my money, bitch!" <laughs> expecting. More money. Wow. And that night, just as the priest was dropping the sock into the chimney, the man caught him and dropped to his knees, thanking him. And he asked the priest, Who are you? Isn't that my great Greek accent? I, Roman. He was a Greek man, though. He was in Roman times. A Roman Empire. Yes. <laughs> uh, and the priest replied, Jolly old Saint Nick. Jolly old Saint Nick. And I'm here for your youngest daughter in payment for the other marriages. <laughs> so, basically, at that point, Nicholas was like, the guy was, like, super ecstatic. He's like, yeah, thank yeah. God my, my daughters won't be sex workers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, thank or, you. you know, get him a job. How about you change society instead of being like, sex worker or marriage? Mm. <laughs> That's it. Those are my two only options if I have girls. Uh, Nicholas uh, said, I still want to be kind of on the DL. Right. So the guy said, that's okay, but that is where Santa Claus comes from and why he is also the patron saint of sex workers. <laughs> I didn't know that last bit. That last bit was great. Thank you. Yeah. Another miracle attributed to St. Nicholas is during a great famine, there was an evil butcher mm -hmm. who was desperate to, for food to sell. They had no food because of the famine. Right. One day he lured three young boys into his shop and Ew. slaughtered them. Lured? Mm. With the intention of selling them as ham. Ew. Should I have done this one first? God. <laughs> or not at all? Oh, wh He'd... where are you going with this? What are you doing? He then I didn't realize we were doing unsolved. <laughs> and then he stuffed them. <laughs> 
Which is only going to make sense to people who watch Unsolved on YouTube. Anyway, he then stuffed them in a barrel with a, uh, with some brine in order to pickle them. As you do, you like to pickle your kids. It just so happened that jolly old St. Nick was in the area to help those being affected by the famine. He ran into the butcher who tried to sell some of that sweet, sweet long pig. Oh my god. But Nick could tell the butcher was up to no good. He did the sign of the cross, which I just did apparently. <laughs> <laughs> so you're all blessed. <laughs> and the three boys were miraculously resurrected, which is why he is the patron saint of children. Children, sex workers, and Christmas. He is also the patron saint of sailors, merchants, archers, huh. repentant thieves, prostitutes, okay. children, brewers. Okay. This dude gets around. Pawnbrokers. Wow. People who buy gold. <laughs> we buy gold. Unmarried people. Uh-huh. And students in various cities and countries around the world. That dude gets around. He does get like, around. Like, seriously. That's why he has a... That is a big-time saint right there. That is, yeah, and he was actually Nicholas of Myra, oh. is what his name was. Interesting. And, uh, yeah, I guess he needed them reindeers to deal wow. with all that shit. He's seriously, got, he's got a lot of work going he's on. He's got a lot on, on his plate. Yeah, seriously. So I think we did pretty good on uh, wrapping that little bit of facts up. Yeah. Now we can talk all about a Christmas catch. So why does Santa Claus now just go around delivering presents to everybody? That just seems so out of... Because it's, it's what he does. He No, 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 no. He saves kids from death. And... And uh, women, women from, from sex working. Sex working, yeah. So why does he now deliver presents? It feels like those got really kind yeah, of mixed together. Yeah, got so. watered down somehow. <laughs> <laughs> he got really confused. <laughs> As the years went on, he was like, ah, oh, just throw some presents at people. Who cares? Here's a PlayStation 5. <laughs> I'm just Be trying a to gamer, keep, not a sex worker. Just trying to keep you off the streets. <laughs> so, Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna start off because it is I feel like what I want to say here uh-huh. really encompasses the three movies that we, we we covered. Sure. Here is the problem I had. My biggest problem. Okay. There are a lot of little problems. <laughs> yes. <laughs> There's many <laughs> little problems. But my overarching problem with this movie, as you said in the movie synopsis, this movie is about a cop. Yeah. Who is told by the FBI mm-hmm. that this guy that she's just met yeah. is a possible diamond thief. Mm-hmm. She's just met him. They already have hit it off. Yeah. They want, since she's got that in, they want her to go undercover, yeah. date him, and mm-hmm. try to find out more information. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. That's classic rom-com fodder. That's classic Cagney and Lacey. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's Shakespeare. That's Twelfth Night. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, so... My problem with this movie, as opposed to, like, all these other ones... And you know what? That's Happiest Season. Yeah. That's her going back Mm -hmm. in the closet. Mm -hmm. That's a California Christmas where Mm -hmm. the rich guy pretends to be a ranch hand. Yeah, yeah. My problem with this movie, as opposed to those ones, is in those movies, the only thing they're really lying about is their profession. Right. Whenever they're, like, in a one-on-one conversation with the love interest, Mm -hmm. they're always honest. Yeah. And this woman lies at every yeah. second. There's no point where he ever knows the real her. No. You're like, see, that's like the thing mm-hmm. with the other ones. Like, you always know the goodness or whatever they're right. trying to go with. Like, <laughs> the guy, the guy from a California Christmas, he's pretending to be a ranch hand, but when he's one on one with the yeah. the lead, he's 
telling her true stories about right. himself and his life and his family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This woman's like, I was in Space Academy. <laughs> Which, again, I wouldn't even have a problem with right. had she ever really wanted to be in Space Academy. Yeah. But, like, there's when the movie ends, he knows nothing about her. Nothing. Nothing. And I should also point out, he is not introduced into this hour and 27-minute movie until about 30 minutes in. Yeah. So their relationship is, like... Condensed. Condensed Mm -hmm. and garbage. Yeah. So, yeah, that was a big problem I had. Really, I think they just wanted to bang each other. I don't think this had anything to do with romance or love. You don't... You think that was just, like... No, the characters in this uh, short story. Like, in real life, that would be all it is. Just, like, a physical attraction that they just want to bang each other and move on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But in this movie, it's like... In this movie, they're like, no, no, this is real love. Why? You know nothing about her, and all she's asking you about is your ex-wife. Yes. How are you guys, like, hitting it off? Yes, and and like we've said before, she is the worst cop in the world. Worst cop in the world. Because we live in a world of sexy thieves. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Every thief introduced in this movie is, like... Attractive. Attractive. (laughs) Um, No agmos here. (laughs) It starts off with her dressed as an elf. Speaking full volume while staring at yeah. her mark, being like, I got eyes on him right now. He's still here. <laughs> He's still I'm here. I'm looking right at him. <laughs> hey, man, how's it going? Hi, criminal. <laughs> <laughs> the, my, one of my least favorite tropes mm-hmm. is the trope, and I think we've discussed it here, is the trope that if a wo- attractive woman flirts with a man, that man will then become an absolute idiot. (laughs) So this guy has decided that where he's going to have this, like, drop... This is, like, not the main guy. This is, like, the... This is another sexy thief. This is, like, the opening of the movie. (laughs) This is another sexy thief. There's so so many of them in this movie. So many sexy thieves. He has decided at a Christmas tree farm. <laughs> He's going to make a counterfeit switch They're going to do a counterfeit swap, whatever you do with counterfeit money. Whatever you do. She is dressed as a full elf. Yeah. Staring straight at him. And then, and then like one guy we never see again is like, you know what she's got to do? She's got to flirt with him. Yeah. And I'm like, so if I'm there to do criminal activity and all of a sudden the very attractive woman came up to me <laughs> and started flirting with me, there is no way I'm I, I'm, I'm like awake. Letting my guard down. My guard yeah. is heightened yeah. at this point. Yeah. And then uh, uh, then on top of that, he asks her flat out, he's like, so do you work here at the Christmas tree farm? Person dressed like an elf? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, well, she looks like a crazy person. Because <laughs> what else would she be doing there dressed in full elf regalia? <laughs> yes. At a Christmas tree farm. Yes. Being like, no, I don't work here, but I know all about Christmas. Let's flirt. Let's flirt. <laughs> So, yeah, she gets made real quick in there. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm kind of sick and tired of, of these tropes, is these attractive women who don't know how to interact with people. Right. They can't even, like, and I'm not even they, talking about flirting. I'm talking about just being like, hey, how's it going? Yeah, like, they can't They even, can't even do basic social shit. Yeah, like, like I, I don't care if you're a good flirt or not. Yeah. I mean, I understand that's a little thing. Or these thing. attractive women that can't seem to get a date. Yeah. <laughs> Like, at all. Even though there's men always being like, hey, how's it going? Yeah. And she's like, nobody's interested in me. <laughs> yeah, the main character guy, like, <laughs> catches her falling off a tree because she's obsessed with trees, too. And had to fix the star on the top of the 
Look, look the, I get it. I would have fixed that damn tree too. That thing was a piece of garbage. The, the flaccid tree that she <laughs> the said was flaccid tree that she said was beautiful. beautiful. She's like nothing like a flaccid tree, <laughs> and like he like immediately is all about her. So I can't imagine mm. she has not had at least experience talking with with men. Yeah, she's had to. Have. Whether she's had successful relationships with men, that's a different story. That's a different story. But yeah. I mean, she would. She, by no fault of her own, she would have had yeah. interactions with people. And again, flirt, like this movie makes like when she walks over to this first guy, she is like doing like the full like Zsa uh, Zsa Gabor whatever oh my God. like walk over to him. It's just like just be like, hey man, how's it going? Yeah, seriously, it's really here? easy yes. to introduce yourself yeah. to someone. Yeah, and that was the thing. She even asked him if he wanted help. Can I help you find it? Yeah, so he's like, do you work here? No. Yeah. Whoa, my God. <laughs> So much to unpack in that very first scene. <laughs> now, I do, I do, I do want to ask you a question. We, we have watched, or at least we're going to be, we are discussing in, in some detail, uh-huh. three movies. Yeah. <laughs> One of those movies was written by a man. Oh, Can really? you tell me which movie was written by a man? This one. Oh, 1,000%. A Christmas Catch. <laughs> a Christmas Catch. And I think it shows. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it yeah. is. Sexist is all. Sexist is all. Get out. I love the captain who's like, in my 25 years on this force, the hardest thing I've ever encountered was getting you out of overalls and into a dress. Oh, my God. And the captain is so incompetent. She is a woman chief. Do you know what that means? That means she has to work four times as hard and be four times better than anybody else there. But she's like. But she's so damn incompetent and flaky. I, okay. Should we go ahead and get into the twist of the the movie? Um, because that's a lot to unpack. It's a lot to unpack. Yeah, let's go ahead and spoil it for us. Okay, we're no, gonna spoil yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so as you we said, the synopsis of the movie mm-hmm. is that the, he's a diamond thief, mm-hmm. but she, it's not her precinct that is going after him. No, it's the FBI. The FBI has come and said. Hey, we're too busy with terrorists and such. <laughs> we need you dum-dums to go get this guy for yeah. us. And they're like, okay, we're going to do this. Because mm-hmm. she's in her nice little FBI raincoat. She's that in, sells it. That sells it. <laughs> it sells it. The twist, we find out at the end, is she is not the FBI. No, she's actually the Diamond Heist ex-wife, Bethany. Bethany, the one who is the actual criminal. The actual criminal mind. That is how bad this police station is. Yeah. They had, like, I don't understand <laughs> how someone could just walk into a police mm-hmm. station in an FBI jacket and be like, trust me, guys. I'm running this show now. Trust me. <laughs> we're going to do this. No, no background <laughs> checks. No communicating nope. with other people. No. Nope. And then at the end of the movie, when, the you know, she gets outed and, of course, yeah. he gets angry and blah, blah, yeah, blah, yeah. blah, blah. Her house is being, his house is being ransacked by the FBI. By the FBI. So did she trick the FBI, too? Yes. <laughs> like, she is that competent. And it's only been a year, so somehow she is able to, like, <laughs> get so in embedded in the FBI And she, in she has this one line where she's like, yeah, I forged some documents and made a call. That's, that's how you infiltrate the FBI. That's, that's it. it. Just forge some documents and I make mean, a call. This movie, that's it, guys. The, take, make no mistake. This movie thinks you are stupid. <laughs> you personally are an the idiot. The viewer watching this yes. is stupid. You are yeah. an idiot. Yeah. Because I love how they have to define serendipity because that's such a hard word for anyone to know what yeah. it is. Yeah, and like that was their connective moment. Yeah. And then their other connective moment is when he quotes Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yeah. And he's like, you know that movie too? Yeah, like everybody knows that movie. 
Like, wow, I guess we're meant to be. We can both quote this very popular movie. <laughs> I know. It's not like it's an obscure Father Ted quote. Yeah, something crazy. God, that's what we bonded on. Yeah. <laughs> obscure yeah. quotes that nobody gets. And then, like, his whole story is he loves Christmas. Mm-hmm. Now, how big were you expecting this diamond-encrusted reindeer to be? Oh, I was expecting it to be little, like a brooch. Oh, was it a brooch? Oh, yeah. I, I thought it was a statue. <laughs> you thought it was like a light-up diamond reindeer? I don't know. I don't know the price of things. They <laughs> said it was like $3 million. I was like, oh, it's got to be like, was that like a meter? I love that. I love that. Did you ever think of this like super big diamond <laughs> reindeer? For most of the movie, I was like, where is he hiding it? <laughs> Anyway, it turns out to be quite Man, small. Man, I would have loved to have been in your head watching this then, because I would have been looking for that huge-ass reindeer diamond. <laughs> like, where is it? Where is it? Is it in the share sign? So when he's outed as, uh, or she's outed as a cop, mm-hmm. and the FBI agent is outed as the criminal, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> she's like, I didn't have time to properly hide this reindeer. So I put yeah. it in something I knew you'd never get rid of. Mm-hmm. And she picks up an ornament, a closed bulb ornament. Yeah. With a tiny, tiny lid. Yeah, and, and she, then smashes it. And we were sm- like, how did that get in there? And it wasn't just like any ornament. It wasn't like like a red ornament that yeah. you can get at a Target. It was it, one he made when he was like 10. 10. So it was like, that's why she knew he would never get rid of it. Yeah. How did she get it in there? It doesn't make any kind of there sense. There is no, There's no way. way she could have gotten no. it in there. No. Not with the time she's talking about. No. Like, because she would have had to have very fine tools mm-hmm. to, like, cut this thing open and then yeah. re-glue it. Exactly. And we're talking a bulb, which mm-hmm. are very thin and fragile. And yes. then he did not notice that something was rattling around in Or there? that it was a little bit heavy. really heavy. Because like, hmm, there's tiny, a lot of diamonds in this thing. This tiny, tiny thing. It's not like diamonds are weightless. Must be holding water. <laughs> it's a really old ornament. Well, what else can you tell me about your experience watching My this experience? film. My experience? Oh, Jesus. Oh, I said it's horribly sexist. Let's put her in better shoes to attract men. And don't be yourself. Don't be tough. Be pliable so man can control you. Yeah. Well, we do have her partner speaking for the captain. Yeah, speaking for the captain. Like, like saying, yeah. like, oh, let me feel this question. I have a penis. Yeah. <laughs> so, therefore, my opinion matters. And then I love the idea because we now know that this was a male writer. Yeah. A male director named Justin Dick. <laughs> <laughs> Not from surprise. Not at all surprised. But, like, the feeling that, like... <laughs> How can I make her dress in a way that's non-feminine? Oh, I got it. Yeah. She'll dress like Huck Finn. Yeah, we'll put her in overalls and combat boots. We'll put her in waiters. Be like, nobody <laughs> wants to date you because of your shoes. Shoes. They make a point of calling her apartment tiny, and it ends up being a spacious It loft, is a very like luxurious. A apartment. Very luxurious. <laughs> I was hoping for this, like, garbage studio (laughs) apartment. Because he was like, you've got, like, so many Christmas trees in your tiny apartment. I was thinking she was going to, like, crawl through trees. Yeah, like, I'm talking, like, a closet in New York, like, in the Bronx or something. Yeah. And she's, like, she is just, like, in this, like, spacious place. Mm -hmm. She goes in her bathroom, and it's, like, a hotel. It is huge. Bathroom spread out. Lots of natural light streaming in. I'm like, wow, she's doing very well she's, for herself. And that is a big studio apartment. I mean, it's a studio. Yeah. I'm not going to like say yeah. it's not. But it's but a big one. It's a nice size studio. Yeah, I've lived in a studio apartment. <laughs> yeah. It was never that big. 
my studio apartment. It's nice. Yeah, it was nice. Yeah, I like studio apartments. I don't know. I don't even really know what else to to say about this. I, I there was an extended scene where people were eating cookies. <laughs> that went nowhere. It was all the setup when they were on their her date and they were like feeding her like Cyrano de Bergerac lines for her to ask right. this guy that he put the tin of cookies on the computer mm-hmm. to activate his microphone so that when he says like what happened to the wife she yeah. repeats what happened to the wife. Yeah, but, but it wasn't even funny. But it it, it was drawn out. It was like mm-hmm. a minute long scene. Uh, yeah. like, and up until that point, they're like supposed to be on the stakeout and like the captain's like Hey, did you eat them cookies? And he's like, let me get them. Right as he's about yeah. to say some incriminating stuff, he pulls off his microphone. Yeah. <laughs> we, we get a shot of him walking to the tin. Yeah. Walking back to yeah. his seat. In fact, we're not seeing anybody on this date. Sitting We're down. just watching this dude eat cookies. There's no conversation. <laughs> With, like, again, I feel like this person who wrote this movie, mm-hmm. who seems to, to flip-flop between bad Christmas movies and bad like slasher films like, yeah. <laughs> like no seriously I looked at his IMDb stuff it's all like a very corgi Christmas and like dead heat <laughs> like, okay the splatter house <laughs> so um, <laughs> there's not a lot of difference I don't think in the writing of those two things to be quite honest with you he walks back he sits eats the cookie mm-hmm. puts on the headphones yeah. and like we are not getting any nope this would be, like, ideal time to see our two romantic interests mm-hmm. get to know one another. Yeah, but they're not. But they're not. No. Instead, the movie's like, I can't show that. I don't know what that looks like. Because mm-hmm. I am <laughs> emotionally stunted. Yeah. We're just going to have this very long scene of this person eating cookies. Exactly. Another thing, uh, another one of these tropes that I see a lot of these movies, and this is what really pisses me off. Mm-hmm. There's this woman who, you know, dresses as herself in comfortable clothing, you know, right. for her job or whatever. Yeah. Suddenly, she somehow has these elegant ball gowns and shit. Yes. And it's like, what are you doing with these dresses okay, this that you never, ever wear? Ever. She has a closet full of dresses. And she has these huge, like, I don't know, roaring 20s hats and stuff. Where? How? Women don't have these things just lying around in our closet. We have what we wear. She, like, shops at, like, a costume clothing (laughs) shop. Yeah, because she's got a feather boa. And I felt so bad for the actress because they're like, you're just going to have fun today. Don't worry. It's a montage. Yeah. You're just going to come out in these clothes and you're going to do goofy stuff. And Mm -hmm. at one point she was doing, like, Velociraptor, like, dancing or something. I don't know what was happening. I, I, I mean, like. She was doing Velociraptor dancing. Velociraptor. Like, that's what it was. And then, like, so they got this, you know, poppy, punky song yep. going on. Her her friend is sitting there like, no. 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 And then, once that scene ends, then they go to her other friend. <laughs> to have another thing. montage. It's not a musical montage, no. but it's still the same thing. Yeah. Of like, what do you think of this outfit? No, honey. Oh, no, you're wearing a button-up shirt. No, why don't you wear the slut dress? Yeah. For my... <laughs> For my coffee, coffee date, date, I'm gonna wear a slut dress. She she dresses up like she's going to like a club. She, yeah. And then she's like an hour late. Yeah. Like I think at both dates she's like super late, isn't she? Yes, super late, like an hour late. Like at one point he goes to the restaurant mm-hmm. that she only goes to once a year because they decorate for Christmas. This is said a few times. Yeah, several she, times. She, like every time. There's like, a special Christmas menu. Every is that what it was? Yeah. Of cheese sticks and wine. Yes, and that's what her favorite meal. <laughs> All these mozzarella of cheese, cheese sticks. sticks and wine. And I'm thinking Olive Garden. She's like, I go here. I've got my all you can eat breadsticks. I would. would, would, uh, (laughs) When you're here, your family. 
went. I would. I would have forgiven that if it was a real restaurant. Right. Like if it was like a place in Canada or or, or uh, Beaton, right. Ontario, or whatever. And like the people who made the film really like it, and they were trying to give it a shot. But every time they mention this restaurant, like oh, they decorate nicely for Christmas. She's like, I go every year. And then like five minutes later, like that restaurant you went to that they always decorates nice for Christmas. I go there every year. I go. But every they never year. mention the name of the restaurant. No, because they don't have one. But it, it, my point was, this dude goes in there. It is broad daylight. <laughs> <laughs> she does not arrive until it is pitch black. <laughs> and he waited, and I wanted to ask you, how long would you wait for a date, like a first date right. with someone? Five minutes. You're five minutes. Yeah, because if you're late, you are not worth my time. Okay, I am way too analytical. Mm. I would wait a half an hour. Wow, that's uh, a long time. I would wait a half See, an- I've already been there a half an hour. Now, I nothing <laughs> excuses this. Per- I'm very forgiving. Nothing would <laughs> forgive this person for not texting me or calling me yeah. and saying, like, hey, I'm in traffic, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Whatever. Oh, yeah, if I get a text like that, yeah, I'll wait. Then. Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. But no text. No text, no phone call. No. He's just sitting here until it's nighttime. <laughs> and we know it's passing time because we even have, like, a, uh, a scene of the waiter being like, are you like, sure I can't you, get you can anything? Get you? He's like, no, no, no. And he's like checking his But watch. apparently he's already eaten an entire thing of breadsticks because when she gets there, he's like, yeah, they're great. They're great. <laughs> I'm just like shoving them down. Been, I've been here for three hours. <laughs> but okay, so here's my thing. I would wait 30 minutes without a call, without a text. I'll Oof. give you 30 minutes. Okay. 35 minutes. I'd be like starting to get angry. Okay. And then I'd be like, I could wait a little bit longer. Ugh. Now... Here's where it gets dicey, though. Okay. I think at about the 40-minute mark, mm-hmm. that's where my brain would be like, if I wait here any longer, I'm going to start looking pathetic. <laughs> yeah, you were pathetic you know? at 50. Because, like, if she, yeah, if she, like, shows up now, yeah. and I've been like, oh, it's okay, I've just been waiting for an hour and a half, <laughs> like, that doesn't reflect well upon me. <laughs> so, like, at about the 35-minute mark, I'd start worrying about that i'd be like half an hour okay maybe like i would not be happy necessarily but Mm -hmm. i'd be like give you the benefit of the doubt okay at about 35 minutes that's where my self-consciousness would come Mm. in i'm like i'm gonna look like a loser i'm gonna look pathetic if i'm still here and she shows up at like an an hour and a half oh i can't stand people who are late it pisses me off something world because it shows a complete lack of respect for the other person a lack of respect and she never gives an excuse why she's late no and he doesn't seem to care. Mm-hmm. He's just like, okay, yeah, no problem. I had nothing better to do with my time. Yeah, exactly. Except for eat everything. Except for just sit here and eat all these breadsticks. Or everything bagels with chunky peanut butter. Oh, my God, I wanted to bring that up. <laughs> I know you Because <laughs> I've got it written down here. This was something that was disgusting to me. And she goes, yeah, my man, chunky peanut butter on an everything bagel. Because first she's like, she's spying on him. Because he's in his towel, and she's watched him take a shower and everything. And remember, she has not given anything of her own self to him, except for the Mrs. Claus ornament thing, I guess. And that's the only gift he gives her, because he's like, this is all I know about you. (laughs) This is the only true thing I know about you. (laughs) (laughs) But we should marry. But we should marry. Um, (laughs) What is your dowry? (laughs) Um, How much money am I getting for banging you? (laughs) But (laughs) See, basically, marriage is... Sex working, too. It's all transactional. It's, it's all transactional. Come on. You don't think you're a whore because you're married? Give me a break. But, like, yeah. Like, literally, I had to have a sock <laughs> full of gold coins to unload and, you and, Yeah, someone. in order for me to get married to you. Yeah. For me to be willing to have sex with you for the rest of my life, 
<laughs> I yeah. have to have this sock of gold. Yeah, exactly. Come on. Whatever. But anyway, yeah, so she's like spying on him. She's like, oh, everything bagel. Oh, gross, but we can work around it. Mmm, chunky peanut butter, oh. my man. I'm like, gross. gross. This man has problems. Chunky peanut butter on an everything bagel. That is disgusting. Nobody has ever eaten that. That would be like one of those, <laughs> like, probably petty things that would make me lose complete attraction towards someone. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're perfect on paper, but we just cannot get past this. I can't get past this, your everything peanut butter bagel. This is non-negotiable. <laughs> I've dumped people for less. <laughs> you got to be pretty perfect. <laughs> I've got standards, I know, you wanna, I, I know you're all told to be yourself. You got to be pretty perfect. <laughs> standards. <laughs> okay. But what, what's perfect for one person is not exactly. perfect for the other people. Yeah. And oh, yeah. I don't want Ken dolls. Ew. Boring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Gross. <laughs> We've got to wrap this up because we're already at like 51 minutes. Okay. How are we even supposed to get reviews? How are we supposed to talk about the happiest season? How are we supposed to talk about a California Christmas? We didn't really get into any of that. None of it. We None talked about that. Alias the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I got two quick reviews. We need to stay on point. <laughs> I think we did a pretty good job. Excellent. We talked about a Christmas catch. Hell yeah. All right. Let's read some reviews. Okay. <laughs> reviews. This is from HMB. One out of ten. Miss the catch. <laughs> <laughs> I dropped it. I get that it's funny to watch a movie where the female lead is a klutz. Hilarious. No, it's not funny. And a bit of an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, the intended male lead is painted as a criminal. I honestly wanted these two to wind up in jail. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't get past the long string of blunders and obvious idiocy. (laughs) I can't imagine anyone outside a serial killer. (laughs) And she has a really serial killer looking eyes. Yeah, she does. Like, she was trying to give those eyes, like, I'm attracted to you. And I was like, run away, my dude. She's mutilating you in her head. (laughs) Asking this woman out twice. Pass this like a rune. What do you think pass this like a rune means? Is that What does that mean? Is that what the nerdy kids are saying these days? <laughs> <laughs> but runes are good, right? You want to put those in your swords, right? It, it depends what kind of rune, I suppose. Yeah, I don't know. If you find a rune somewhere, you might want to put it in your sword. Maybe you should pass it. No. No, you don't pass on runes. Maybe, you don't pass on runes. Maybe they mean pass it like a, like a gallstone. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what this means. I don't know, I don't know what this means. T. Dowd Florida 23 says, I liked it. <laughs> Cute movie with funny parts. Nuh-uh. Not funny. <laughs> not funny at all. No, they did have one line that we did laugh at. We had a legit laugh at it. I don't even remember what it was. There. Her partner said something that um, I don't remember what he said, but there was we had one legit laugh. Oh, there was a pickup line that I was confused, and I wanted you to explain it to me. Okay. <clears throat> because you know. Because I'm a lady. You're man. a pickup artist. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all out of practice picking up women. Lay it on me. I'll okay. help you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Are you Christmas because I want to marry you? Because you're Merry Christmas. It's not hard. That's not a riddle. <laughs> that was a riddle to me. That was such a... I thought about that. But it's a terrible one. five line. minutes after wow. that, I was like, I don't get it. I just don't get it. It's very serendipitous. I, I, I was like, I'm going to have to ask Cameron. 
I mean, now read, I feel read, read, now read, I feel no, read really the line, dumb. read the line again. It okay. still doesn't really make sense. It's just using okay. words okay. that are associated with each other, but don't make sense necessarily in context. Are you Christmas? Am I Christmas? Because I want to marry you. Because I want to marry your Christmas. Merry. I mean, it's just because it's Merry Christmas. Oh yeah, because I want to marry Christmas. I want to marry Christmas. I want you marry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> crazy <laughs> it's a terrible line that is the worst line i've ever heard what's the best line you've ever heard <laughs> are those face pants you're wearing because your ass is out of this world nice i like that one thanks did you ever get that one yes <laughs> i've gotten them all except this merry christmas one i no, don't I get mean, it like, did you get it like did someone ever say that yes I, really yes i've never used a line in my life God, I've gotten so many lame lines in my life. You know what I do? I talk to people like they're fucking <laughs> human beings. And that's why we're together. I said, hello, nice to meet you. What are you into? Cool, we seem to have some things that we make us happy. Want you spend more time doing things that make us happy together? I said it just like that, too. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, I like this. I like happy stuff. I like happy stuff. Let's go do happy stuff. This was our meeting. Our very <laughs> first meeting. Thank you. Just like that. It was just like. I'm just like I'm there. On the library <laughs> steps of a college. That's <laughs> 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 how it happened. We just grunted at each other. <laughs> you like meat on stick? <laughs> Turkey legs. Yum. <laughs> Me as well. Come back my place. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Because that, that's how it went down. Pretty much. That is how it went down. Pretty much. We've had to tell that story to your family for years now. But now it's the true story. <laughs> it's the honest to God story. We just <laughs> grunted at each other. <laughs> <laughs> Not much has changed. Really. <laughs> we still just grunt at each other. Mm. Mm. Uh. Give me water. Okay. Of course, it's a make-believe movie, but I liked it. I like that distinction. <laughs> I understand that this movie is not real. Good for you. I I, I acknowledge this is fiction, oh. but that's not a detriment to the film. I think I'm running a fever. <laughs> the setting is during Christmas, yeah. but it's more like a crime drama. No, it is not. <laughs> I love crime dramas. This is no crime drama. <laughs> Bad crime drama. Bad crime drama. Bad. Anyway, say one good thing about this movie. Uh, <laughs> it made us rekindle. I, 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 <laughs> it made us rekindle. <laughs> I thought the dude was attractive. You did say that a lot. He had a little, he had a roguish mop. He had sort of like a crooked face, too. He has a very Vartney quality. <laughs> he has Vartney He qualities. was like if Michael Vartney got hit with gamma rays. <laughs> Perfect. So, Perfect. okay, I like that. Yeah, because um, yeah, not too many leads I find attractive. No, 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 no. He was he was very unique. Yeah, I like I like the unique looking, yeah, uh, yeah. attractive people. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see. What is a good thing I can say about this movie? Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. I like. It's great to see Lauren Holly again. 
It was great to see Lauren Holland again. <laughs> it was great to see the guy from Gilmore Girls. I thought he did a pretty good job. I don't know who you're talking yeah, about. Like, the, Ken, the, the, the barista. I don't the bar- know who that is. The guy whose coffee shop you go to and say, I want a black coffee, and he gives you like the creamiest, whipped creamiest <laughs> mocha pro. <laughs> Peppermint mochaccino latte dote. Here's how you know this guy's mm. a catch, but kind of a, a doormat, too. Like, this <laughs> relationship's not going to work out. No, no. <laughs> he waits three hours for a date. Yeah. <laughs> he orders a black coffee and gets the sugariest, milkiest coffee I've ever seen. He's like, thanks. How much do I owe you? <laughs> <laughs> he's going to pay for it, too. Like, there was not even, like, a moment where, like, you could have thrown in a line where he's like, that's not what I ordered. And he's yeah. like, I know, but trust me, you'll love it. Sure. Sure. Do I have to pay for this garbage? (laughs) But do I have to pay for this melted ice cream that you've given me as coffee? (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, like, that's crazy. Like, he did not even, he never stood up for himself once. Yeah, and then when Nick Kroll comes in, it's not really Nick Kroll. It's not. It's, it's just one of his characters. It's one of his characters. <laughs> <laughs> it's Nick Kroll with a buttoned-up shirt and glasses, and, and like this, like serial killer safe cracker. Yeah, because they they they're like criminals are all the same, right? Yeah. They're serial killers and safe crackers. They're it's the all same the thing. same thing. Same thing. But she's the one who finally. And like when that scene happened, you and I are like, "What did he do?" Like, cause yeah. like he just comes in. He's like. It's like, hey, Carson, it's been a long time. And he's like, hey, Nick Kroll. <laughs> and then all of a sudden she's like, we're on a date, so you need to see yourself out of here right now. <laughs> and then Carson gets all aggressive. Yeah. Because he's like, I can't stand for her being aggressive, and I'm yeah. not, even though, and I'm all high on caffeine and sugar. Because they do drink, like, 10 cups of coffee a day. Yeah, oh, God, yeah. Yeah, they're always drinking coffee. This is like... Coffee or wine. These co- people are either up or down. <laughs> well, well, like, wine was alias. I never understood how she could be a no. spy with the amount of wine She was drink. always drunk. Yeah. <laughs> But anyway, so then he stands up and he's like, yeah. Yeah. I think it's time you get out of here, yeah. Kroll. Kroll. <laughs> and then she stands up and she's like, do I need to be a part of this? I'm like, what did he do? I know. I'm like, I thought you guys were just having a conversation. I don't Granted, know what's happening here. He's giving off off-putting serial killer vibes, right. but he has not done or sent anything. Anything. To be like, to get the aggressive yeah. <laughs> like response that he's getting from I know I was like whoa this escalated really fast <laughs> like, it really did and then as soon as he leaves like Carson's like I gotta go <laughs> I gotta and, go beat his ass and, and, and then they and then they're like um, and then her partner's like we followed him he didn't have to go back to work he went home and she's like oh my god he lied to me he went home and cried he <laughs> <And> cried probably <laughs> would he wrote poetry for like an hour <laughs> He went to the New Yorker's website. So, so you uh, diverted attention away from this. What did you like about this movie? Oh, all of it. <laughs> I loved everything. No, you did not. Because we stopped it a million times to be like, how much longer? Yeah, it's a, a 10 minutes. We're like, maybe we can just stop this movie and just talk about Happiest Season yeah. in the California Christmas. <laughs> yeah, because I was like, I can't do this. Um, What did I like about this movie? Yeah. I liked that mm-hmm. they fall in love. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> uh. <laughs> That's how I feel about that. Uh. Uh. Um, I don't know. Nothing, really. <laughs> <laughs> no, you gotta find
find one thing you like. One thing. Oh my god. No, I did. I did. I, did. I said the coffee guy. I said Ken from Gilmore Girls. Oh right, Girls. that's I right, that's and right. That's how we got onto the other tangent. Yeah. Don't that's try to right. make me come up with two things. That's bullcrap. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they should make a sequel. No. I think it should be burned and forgotten. Yes. I think you guys should all see Happiest Season. Yeah, for sure. I think California Christmas is terrible, but you can maybe watch that one. <laughs> It's real bad, too. Yeah. Um, but not as bad as this. I didn't think it was as bad as this one. Yeah, this one's real this, bad. This one's on the lower This end. one's real bad. It goes happiest season, uh, California, California Christmas, Christmas, and then, then Christmas. Yes, yeah, yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then also watch Dash and Lily. Yes. Piloting the pilot's releases each Tuesday and can be found on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and wherever else fine podcasts can be found. And if you have the time or inclination, please feel free to rate and review us. That helps, yeah. apparently. Yeah, it helps, apparently. <laughs> so... It, it helps. It helps. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you want to help a poor, sick person who only knows how to grunt? Yeah. <laughs> Our eloquent meetings. <laughs> you may grow <laughs> my mess. <laughs> <laughs> <Me> text computer. <laughs> I love you. I love you too. Okay. As always, you can contact us with any questions or rebuttals on Twitter at Pilot Pilots or email us at pilotingthepilots at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you <laughs> next week yeah we are done with christmas thank god Woo. that was hard i think it was hard for a lot of our listeners that was hard. i know that we have listeners that have no interest yeah. in this at all. <laughs> I know. you stuck with us thank I you know. i'm really sorry it's really gone downhill well you know i think it's really gone downhill the christmas television shows i think were within our purview yeah they were the, the Christmas movies were maybe a big ask. They were a big ask, yeah. So next week, we're going to start it off. We're going to be timely again Ooh. with an older show. Hell yeah. Next week, if you have HBO Max, mm-hmm. Wonder Woman 1984 Hell yeah. is going to premiere. All right, all right. So next week, we are going to watch the 1975 Wonder Woman with Linda Carter. Nice. It is currently available on DC's streaming service. Okay. We don't own it, uh-huh. but there is a free preview for like a month. So oh, nice. So I figured we'd sign up for the month preview and right. watch Wonder Woman. Okay. So we are going to watch the 1975 version of Wonder Woman with Linda Carter. Excellent. That sounds cool. Yeah. All right. So, oh, and we, that will segue us into a superhero uh, series. Superhero New Year? Is it Superhero New Year? Yeah, month of January. Superheroes. Super, superpowers. Superpowers. Except for Hellstrom, because it's been canceled. <laughs> it's been and apparently we already did it. Barely canceled. And a lot of the shows we're going to cover have already been canceled. Really? <laughs> well, Wonder Woman's 45 well, that's, years old. Well, that doesn't count. That doesn't <laughs> count. <laughs> no, we, we, we got a little smattering of everything. We got, we got a little old stuff. We got a little new stuff. We got a little DC. We got a little Marvel. Excellent. So, we got a lot of stuff. And I have a very, very special in-flight movie. Really? You're going to want to stick around for that. Really? Yeah. What is it? <laughs> you can't see my facial expression, but it was this. <gasps> what do you like, mean you don't get, are you Christmas because I want to marry you? <laughs> what do you mean you don't get that pickup line? God, you're so dumb. God, you know, sometimes I think I am. <laughs> <laughs> it was non-serendipity. <laughs> No, see, I still don't other. get that as a pickup line. It's not a good pickup line is the problem. Okay. It shouldn't require that much. Like, like I get it because mm-hmm. the words go together. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Yes. Yeah, but I don't get it. 
I don't get it either. I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it. I think I think pickup lines are dumb. Yeah, they are. And if you use them, you're an idiot. Yeah, for sure. And you're garbage. Yeah. Who used it in the movie? I wasn't paying attention at that point. Um, her flirty friend, who said she, uh, her friend who was like, "I'm really good at flirting," and that oh, was her pickup line. Oh, the tall line. drink of water. That's yeah. her friend who should have had way more of a role yeah, in the show. Yeah. Or maybe even the lead. Yeah. Yeah, just saying. Yeah, just saying. <laughs> but yeah, she, the, the one who is self-proclaimed the awesome flirts, uh, used okay. that pickup line. You know, the, the main character woman's fine. She just needs to take that piece of straw out of her. <laughs> <laughs> Stop rafting down the Mississippi. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah, that's it. Bye. I love bye, you. I love you. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Happy holidays. We love you. Bye.